Welcome to the Queer Confidence Podcast, the podcast to help you become your most confident queer self. I'm your host, he, she, they, Coach Alex Ray, and I haven't always been this confident. In fact, I used to be super insecure. And through this show, I want to share with you what's worked for me, my clients, and my guests so that you can become more confident. What up, what up, my unicorns? Welcome. Today, we're going to talk about trauma bonding. What? So I'm not sure if you're familiar with the term trauma bonding, so I will kick us off here with a little intro. Um, We're going to talk about two different things regarding trauma today. Usually when we're talking about trauma bonding, we're talking about bonding with other people through trauma, using trauma to relate to other people. Okay, so that's kind of external trauma bonding. Now, we are also going to talk about bonds to our own trauma today. And the reason I think it's important for us to talk about both of them in one episode is because bonds with our own trauma are why we trauma bond with other people. So we see this a lot in the in our community, in the queer community. I see it all over the place. And it really is because our community does have a lot of trauma. And why wouldn't we? I want you to know, for before we even dive in here, that it is very normal and okay and human that you have trauma from a childhood where you could not relate to your parents, where you were told you were going to be eternally tortured for being who you are, you're going to be sent to hell for it, or just parents that thought you were too freaky and weird and horrible for being part of the LGBTQIA plus community. And I love this illustration that one of my colleagues reminded me of the other day. And she said, Alex, you are like the ugly duckling swimming in a pond with the ducks. You know that story? If you don't, the brief version is a mother has a bunch of mother duck has a bunch of baby ducks and there's one of them that's just like really ugly and does not fit in with the rest and um i don't know the ducks go like on on this adventure i don't remember all the shit in the middle but (laughs) at the end of the book you find out that the ugly duckling was actually a swan and so it was ugly to the other ducks you know maybe like ugly as a little baby duckling but was this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful swan, far more beautiful than the ducks as they matured and grew. And you, my friend, are in a similar scenario. You might have been looked at like the ugly duckling as a child, but you truly are a swan. You are so beautiful, so much more vibrant and creative and in touch with who you are, like the essence of who you are simply because you've chosen to be fully yourself and let other people know. You know who I really feel sorry for right now? It's the it's the hetero like especially toxic masculine culture that is just 
so stuck in not being themselves and not being too afraid to explore more of who they are. Obviously, not all straight people are like this, but many people in the um, who are straight are not even questioning all of their identities, all of the things that make them them, that make them beautiful. They've got all these things that they're ashamed of, and I want to congratulate you that you are already decidedly on the outside of what society says is normal and where you should be. You've already, you know, all of us already have things that are our shadow side that we're not maybe aren't normal, right? We talked about this in the last episode on being human. And that, my friend, is what makes you so beautiful. So today, let's talk more about this trauma. First, with the perspective that is absolutely normal and that, of course, of course we have trauma. We were brought up thinking that there was something so awful, so wrong, and so ugly about us. Of course we are traumatized. And now, as an adult, it's time to work through that if you want to have a life that you're getting to live on purpose. If you want to get unstuck from the areas of your life that you feel very trapped in. So when you have unprocessed trauma, know that you will stay stuck. Because your brain is going to want to keep living it out. It's going to keep playing it out. So how this appears in relationships is oftentimes we get into toxic relationships that mimic the toxic relationship we had with one or both of our parents. We do this in our relations to um, friends as well, where we have unprocessed trauma that we start living out in our friendships. How do you know if you have unprocessed trauma? I'm going to ask you some questions. And if you're going to be able to hear from the answer what it is, okay? So here we go. What are your conversations with your friends usually like? Are you usually talking about forward momentum in your life? Are you celebrating a lot? Or are you usually commiserating with each other? If you are usually commiserating with each other, you're probably unintentionally have formed already a trauma bond with this person. Are you usually talking about what's going wrong? Are you having trouble sharing the awesome successes that you have because you feel like they are not relatable? Are you worried that people might not like you if they saw more of you, if they saw the ways that you are succeeding in life, if they saw the positive ways your life is going? You're worried that they might bring you down because it seems like you were going to a different level than them. Here's what happens, my friend. When we have unprocessed trauma in our past, we use that trauma to bond with others. And we do this in two different ways, okay? So first, 
we will, our brain will subconsciously look to relive that trauma with the other person, i.e. if you had a narcissistic parent, you might seek out a narcissistic um, partner. So your brain wants to relive childhood trauma in order to make peace with it. Another, another form of trauma bonding is where we are so stuck in our trauma because we haven't processed it, we still keep playing that tape over and over again, that we think the most relatable things about us are how we are failing. Or we think the most relatable things about us are our trauma. How people are harming us. How people are attacking us. How people are hurting us. We think that if we retell these kind of negative stories, then we will be able to relate to others and others will be able to relate to us. And that is a sign that you are trauma bonding with people instead of um, having a bond that's healthy. Both of those things. Now, both of them come from the same root cause. Like I said at the very beginning, it's unprocessed trauma within ourselves. And it becomes very scary, too, when you are used to bonding with people through trauma to imagine a place where you are no longer using trauma to bond with other people because your brain is going to freak out and think, oh my goodness, they're going to leave me. I'm going to be abandoned. I'm not going to have a community. I'm not going to be safe. Right? If we go back to like our primitive mind, our primitive mind is so concerned with being in community, being around people, and therefore like and finding safety in numbers, um, that we are unaware now with our digital age of social media and such, that we actually have a tribe, like we have unlimited tribes, basically. You could find your people any which way. But our brains are so concerned about being attached to the tribe that we currently have that we miss out on seeing that other tribe that's available. It's just a survival technique. If you think back to like cave people and them surviving and needing to have a community. And if they were outcast of the com- from the community, they were probably going to get eaten by a wild animal, right? So... We are very programmed to be afraid of abandonment because it's not safe. It literally means death. And so right now, when your brain is you is attached to its own trauma, looking to relive that trauma through others and then kind of solve for it, and thinking that, okay, I relate to myself through my own trauma. Therefore, I also must relate to other people through trauma. And what we end up doing is we create a tribe around us of lots of trauma, traumatized, unprocessed trauma, (laughs) people who have not processed through their own trauma. Said that like a bazillion different ways. Gosh, I hope you can keep up. We are only attached to our trauma when it's unprocessed. 
processing means that it still happened. Yes, but you've learned the lesson. So it can be done. Check. Processed. I had the trauma. I accepted the trauma. I processed the trauma. You will know that you have processed trauma when you're speaking of what came from it, not reliving the actual event. So when you are able to relate to people through the what has come from the trauma, the growth, the thriving, the lessons learned, the things that you took from traumatic events in the past, and you can relate through the narrative of what's come through it, you'll know if that's happening, you've processed it. If you still have a need to tell the story, And check yourself, do you think that people need to hear the story in order to get you or understand you or relate to you or for you to be able to relate to them, then you have not processed the trauma. I love sharing stories from my past, but you will notice when I share these stories, I share what's come from them. I don't share with you the actual shit that I'm like stuck in at the moment. If it's like an actual event of trauma or an actual event of reliving past trauma, that's appropriate for me to process with my coach. The things that I share are always what's coming from the trauma, the lessons learned, where I'm moving out of. And you can relate to people the same exact way. Relate to them from what came out of the trauma, not what is in it. See, trauma is an invitation to learn and grow. Think about trauma like what like physical trauma when we experience physical trauma we have an act, like let's let's say you're in a car accident and you're bleeding and you've got broken bones would you walk out of the car take a selfie share it on Instagram and tell everyone hey y'all Body's all busted up, bleeding out, about to die in 10 minutes. If somebody doesn't come save me, just FYI. Wanted you to know that. Thought it'd be relatable. (laughs) No. You're looking for the EMT to be able to help your body heal, to place bones back where they go, to suture up cuts, to stop the bleeding, And give your body the opportunity to heal. And then you go and share the story. Hey, everyone. Here's here's something that happened to me. It took me totally off. I didn't know before this that I was even capable of surviving such an incident. And I'm so thankful for 
the um, doctors that have helped me along the way, but I'm how thankful for my body and how resilient it is. And a lesson I learned went through this car crash was that life is precious. And I am going to not only respect my life, but the life of others. And I want to live my life in such a way that I'm always honoring that I can make the most of every single moment because it is so freaking amazing and precious. And I didn't realize how much I wanted it until I was afraid of losing it. Do you see that difference versus taking the selfie while bleeding out? Totally different narrative. And that's what we really need more of in the queer community. Right now, we're doing a lot of taking photos while we're bleeding to death. We got to go get the help from the doctors, the mental doctors, coaches, and therapists. Heal from the trauma. And then help others see what's possible. That is the best thing to do with trauma. Our trauma does tell a story, my friend, okay? Our trauma does tell a story. But one last illustration for you, because I love a good metaphor. And I thought of it yesterday while I was walking Gideon. Dogs sniff shit. Have you noticed that? Gideon loves to sniff shit, whether it's cat shit, other dog shit while we're on a walk. He loves to go and sniff piles of poo. Why? Because the smells tell a story. They tell a story. He is, his senses are picking up on on things within that and communicating to his brain things about the animal that left it behind. Yes, our shit tells a story. But do you want to keep going and living in the shit? (laughs) Or do you want to tell the story? The only reason that we keep thinking that we need to just give everyone our shit to smell is because we don't know how to relate to others without it because it's become part of our identity. This is common in the queer community. We have become attached in our identity to our life crap. Here are all the ways I'm failing. Here are all the ways I'm I'm traumatized. Here are all the ways that my life is not going the way I want it to go. We like some drama. <laughs> not afraid to admit it. I like drama, my friend. Okay, I do. I didn't admit it for a long time. And still sometimes I'm like, ugh, I don't like admitting it. But it's true. I do like drama. Why? Because it's thrilling. I like a good thrill. But is this really how we want to have our thrills? And then again, our brain is looking to process it. When we leave trauma unprocessed, when we leave our pile of crap unprocessed, it occupies so much thought that we don't even see the other things we'd like to see in ourselves and others. Did you get that? I'm going to say that again. When we don't process our shit, it occupies so much of our thought 
that we don't even see the other things we'd like to see in ourselves and in others. Of course we stay stuck when we haven't processed. When we keep going back, when we keep going back to smell the pile of poo, we keep reliving it. And we keep staying stuck in it. And we keep relating to other people through the same things. And we keep experiencing it over and over. You gotta process. Simple as that. You can't progress to somewhere different if you're constantly reliving the past. Process so you can move on. My friend, of course it's going to be scary. Your brain will freak out. It will feel like you are going to lose all of the safety because you are not going to relate to anybody through this trauma bonding anymore. First, I want to remind you that that's not that you're not going to lose community. It simply won't happen, I promise. And second, you will wonder why you were so attached to it once you see it. You will be able to show up so much more as your self, your true self, not your shit. That is not your identity. Who you are is not your trauma. Those are events from your past. They are not an identity. Who you are is all that you have learned and grown and become through it. If you really want to be able to relate to other people in a more impactful way, identify with who you actually are. If you want to be able to relate to yourself in a deeper way, process that trauma so you can see more of who you actually are. You are so much more than your trauma. And these trauma bonds are not doing you any favor. They're bonds. Bondage. Holding you back. Not in a kinky way. (laughs) In a way that really is sucking. (laughs) So. If you're ready. Let's process the trauma. Let's go, my friend. That is part of the Confident Queer program. We process it. We access it. We say, hey, what was this here to teach me? What did I learn from it? And we identify with those lessons that we've learned. And then we relate to ourselves and to others in an entirely new way because we don't need to keep reliving it. Which means you get to start being who you actually are. And you already know who you are, my friend. It's the exact person that you've been desiring to be for years, but felt like you wasn't attainable for you. It is attainable because it is who you are. And the, and the, the, the circumstances, the trauma that has happened to you, 
has just been part of the path to getting you there. As soon as you process through it, you will absolutely see why it happened and why it was necessary for you to become all of you. It's a beautiful journey we have here, my friends. It is full of ugliness and full of beauty. And ultimately, we need it all in order to have the incredible masterpiece that is your life. Let's go. Let's process. Let's become more confident. Let's become more of you. I'll see you soon. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with a friend so they too can become more confident. You can also help more people find the show by leaving a five-star review wherever you listen. And if you want to become a more confident queer with support from yours truly, head to coachalexray.com or use the link down in the show notes. I'm looking forward to working with you. 